salmon broth like things. Hello, Sam. You know what time it is. Tell me, what time is it? <laughs> it's time for our show, Sam and Ross Like Things. It's the show where I'm Sam. And I'm Ross. We talk about things that we like with uh, hedging. No hedging, Sam. Oh, wait, no hedging. No hedging. Ross. Yeah. It's a big number. It is a big number. <laughs> you, you psyched me out. I was like, oh, snap, did we get to 50 and I didn't even know? <laughs> oh. It is, it's the penultimate episode. When the Wait, ultimate, what? <laughs> yeah, didn't I tell you? <laughs> no. 50's it. That's it. I'm only contracted for 50. Oh, no. Um, yeah, it's 49. Yeah. Uh, I think we're getting close to have done this for three years. Could that be true? Uh, yes, that's close to, that could be true. Because we obviously have done it every single fortnight, mm-hmm. uh, which is why. So it's been 49 times two weeks, right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That long. So 49 or 50 is coming. Yeah, I don't have anything special planned for 50. Yet. I keep meaning to. Okay, we won't tell the audience this part, but I don't have anything special planned <laughs> for 50 yet. Yeah, um, or yeah, I'm, I'm like noodling on it, but okay. like I haven't I haven't figured anything out yet. All right, that's keeping us in suspense. I kind of want to do a clip show, but everyone hates clip shows, <laughs> including the editor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jeez. Whew. <sighs> Sam, do you have follow-up today? Well, we're, or, start any, pre, we're at the top of the show. Pre-follow-up, we've received a postcard. Is it from that same bar in Chicago? No, it is not from <laughs> Chicago. I don't see a post, uh, like the little stampy thingy that says where it's from, but I know the person. So uh, to describe this postcard, uh, let me uh, hand it to Ross, who is good at describing pictures. I'm the best at this. So this is an illustrated postcard. I would say... It is a simply illustrated um, card. It's a grid of pictures, and they're all very simple and charming um, and very bright in color. Like, and they have like fun sayings on them, like, go outdoor and <laughs> ignore bad internet. These might be good life advices. Are these? Yeah. yeah, so these are all good life. Sleep now, treat self, make thing, and it's these little blobby guys that are very excited. Aww. Or blobby ladies. Why don't you read, uh, read the postcard? And on the back it says, Dear Sam and Ross, this fortnight I like this postcard, which is full of good advice for life. You can find a pic for show notes at uh, gabesour.com. G-A-B, is that Gabe or? I don't know. We'll put it in the show notes because I'm bad at handwriting. G-A-L-E-S-A-V? I, no, I, no I cannot read it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I also like my local DSA comrades, and this pen is pretty good, too, considering it is branded swag from a professional org. Signed, Tracy. Tracy. Friend of the show, Tracy. Friend of the show. So this I'm guessing this came from uh, M- Minneapolis. Oh, the, 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 the show me state. The big M. Uh, it is the uh, the land of a thousand a thousand sons. <laughs> Good old Minneapolis. <laughs> Good cool. Old Minneapolis. I love postcards, Sam. When people send us postcards, it fills me with joy. Yeah, how would they do that, Ross? Uh, I can tell you. Yeah, you have to send a postcard. Yeah, to your PO box. To my PO box. Uh, so send it to PO box number. I'll just say it because five five four two nine eight. You know you're literally holding a card with the number on it. Oh, snap. I am. You can s- <laughs> Hey, guys. You can send your postcards to Sam and Ross Like Things, care of Sam Davies. That's P.O. Box 25914, Richmond, Virginia, 
23260-5914. See, I had it all this whole time right up here. <laughs> you, you got right it. up here. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Tracy, it's time for follow-up. And it's our for our second segment of Tracy corrects and clarifies. So this is the same Tracy who sent in the postcard. And I also put and comments because some of this isn't necessarily a correction. So last episode, we talked about the soda stream. Yeah. And your love of the soda stream. I've been soda. We've gone through a canister since then and oh, got yeah. a new canister. Okay, great. Uh, so there is a solution. She says there's a solution for our soda stream canister shortage. Uh, she has it and it rules. It is sodamod.com. Yeah, I checked this out and I knew vaguely of like DIY things. Um, and I'm into that, which it, it's almost similar to my like yeah. prime this this week. Um but I haven't haven't gone down that path yet. Gotcha. But I'll tell you what, I'm so into Soda Stream now that if they there were, were another shortage, yeah, I would have to figure something out. You'd you'd get it done. Yeah. Uh, she also wants to say because the other my like was Cribbage that she likes an app very much, which is called Cribbage with Grandpas. Do, is this a multiplayer? I ha- I didn't look at the link, but I assume it is Cribbage. Oh, with with, uh, with, grandpas. with grandpas. Okay. And then it's time for a new follow up segment, which is Past Tense Knows Everything. Does everyone that submits us follow-up get their own little segment? Uh, if they do it more than once. Oh, dang, we're going to have a lot of segments. I know, but I Past Tense like. does know everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this, uh, this uh, they say regarding credit cards, uh, credit card companies put the... You were talking about how you loved your your Amex because yeah, it, got, it got swiped. And everything was And everything was, was... Yeah. As credit card companies put the onus of fraudulent charges on the retailer because customers can choose not to have their credit cards, but retailers have to have access to their merchant services. Mm. They want to keep you, the, the customer, so they will give good customer service, whereas it's the fault of the retailer for not doing their due diligence and checking to see if the card credit card is really the owner's. Okay, that makes sense. And I have a little bit of boring follow-up oh, yeah. as we talk about this boring subject. Um, they So they were like, oh, Amex was like, oh, I'll send you a new credit card. And it never showed up. And then um, I had to call again and be like, hey, this never showed up. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Almost to the point where, like, it was too nice. Yeah, it was kind of like Dobby. Like yes. Hitting hitting themselves. It totally was. The guy was like, listen, listen, listen. Listen, I'm so sorry. You are... I'm going to hit my head on the drawer for a while. Yeah, he was like, "I, if I were you, I would be so mad. And you're just so collected and calm. And like, you're just the nicest customer I've had all day. And I didn't, I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't know what to say. All right. Send me the card, please. It was weird. All right. Uh, one more piece of follow-up from Maggie who uh, says sh- there's a cribbage pegboard that you can get on iOS. So you can use that to keep score. Great. Yeah. We still didn't go. We didn't make our lunch date no, we to didn't, go play cribbage gonna, on the couch. We should do it, but it's not. Uh, have you played cribbage? I haven't. I should have right, put so a thing. Fig- we'll okay. figure it out. Whew. Hey. Yeah. It's time, Sam. Time for what? I don't know. Stop just- other people like. Stop. Dang. All right, Sam. I'll have to be honest. This is a, I know this is a show about liking things. This is a shorter list. And being positive. Uh, This is like the flight that has three people on it. And the flight attendant is like, I'll just sit wherever you want. Yep. Yeah. I I did my normal thing. I have a very regimented Sam Ross like things omni focus. I know. And sometimes they overlap. Right. I know. I know when you're, yeah. (laughs) You send me your thing and it's like my, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely a thing that happens. And 
this week the I post on Facebook and say, "Hey, what do you guys like?" And nobody liked anything. I mean, people did, but not yeah, just a small. few. So, so, but these are all good. Yeah, the ones I, we got. It's not necessarily quantity this week. I would say they make up for quantity and quality. Did I say that right? I think so. Yeah. Yes. All right, here we go. Plofmaster likes his inductive phone charging stand. I do you ha- you don't have a fancy phone that does it yet? I have a new watch, which I think does it. Is that true? I think yeah, yeah. If you but I don't three, have a new phone. Oh, the, you just there's these little pads, and you don't think you you probably would, but you don't think that the act of attaching a cable to your phone is that big a deal. But imagine if you never had to do that. You yeah. just put it down on a thing, and it's charging. I'm into that. I would like to replace the top of my bedside table with this. Ikea does it. Like Ikea has like it, tables with it built in. Whoa. It's really? not the whole thing, but mm-hmm. it's like there'll be like a coaster cut out. I look forward to this uh, inductive future. Yeah. Uh, Past Tense likes The Armored Saint, which is a novella by Mike Cole. Into the Breach, which is a tactics roguelike. Can you explain that word to me? Roguelike? Sam? Nope. Okay. It sounds like a video game genre. Yeah. Maybe it's like rogues. Squadron? No. Maybe you're a rogue and you tap a like button, like the you know those tapper games. Maybe it's like rogue from the X Men and you absorb oh, other that's people's good. powers. Um, Past tense says it can be played in five minute increments. Okay, which is good. I um, like short games. Tracy likes Francis Lamb's ginger scallion sauce. And there's a link. We will put it in the show notes. Chris likes the sun setting after six p.m. I like this a lot yeah, too. Yeah, that's gonna happen soon. I'm excited for longer days for sure. Mike likes R stats graphing. Yeah, and see the graph below at the bottom of the note. Do you know about R, Sam? Uh-huh. I am, uh huh. You know who I'm married to, right? Yeah, yeah. I just didn't know if you had ever dabbled in R. No, I haven't. Okay. Um, it's the free version of S. Is that true? Huh? <laughs> I don't. I actually have no idea what S is, but I know what R is. Anyway, it's like it's like S, but free. Okay, R is like a, a statistical programming language, right? Correct. And every time these these nerds, and I say that in like a loving way, like yeah. a, like a, these nerds make these graphs that I am very jealous of. And I feel like R is a lot like SQL, where you're like, man, I should probably learn how to do that. But mm-hmm. it's like a deep and hole. And just look it up every time you need to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll put a graph. It's pretty neat, this graph. Um, different Mike likes Weird Al's polka take on Hamilton. Did you listen to this? I put it in the playlist, Sam. It's have, in the but Sam have Ross, you listened like, to it? Yeah, I listened to the whole yeah. thing while I was feeding the dogs tonight. Um, I can't tell, is it, I just, it's like a very meta level of meta, I feel like. Okay. Uh, and I'm still kind of processing the polka, I think. Okay. Because he doesn't. It's it, not making fun. Yeah, yeah, it's not making fun. It's but just he doesn't, a, his polkas, he generally doesn't make fun. He just mixes stuff together in amusing ways. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm still like. Like it's, alternative polka, do you remember that one? Only vaguely. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy the idea of a musical that uses rap as its vehicle that then a polka guy turns into polka with the same subject matter. It's, it's like translating from some language to English, then back to that language, then back to English. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I still had the same kind of like heart swelly moments at the end when, when he's not giving away his shot or whatever, what have you. Um, to continue, Jason likes UVA basketball. Number one team in the nation, Sam. Number one team in the nation really? at this moment. Yeah. How do they determine that? Um, human voters. Okay. There's a set of human voters that decide. All right. And then, Sam, you'll even you'll like this even better. So the, the when they when they go into the tournament, 
you're familiar with the NCAA tournament. That is also a set of human voters. And there's much, that's like half the fun is to be mad at who the human voters. Is it the same human voters? No, it's a different set of human voters. So the first set of human voters doesn't really matter. Totally. Yes, that is 100% accurate. Okay. It's just for honor and glory. So basically you can say you're you're number one or you're in the top 25. Has that happened before? What, UVA being number one? I'm sure it has. Okay. Maybe not. I don't know. But it's a big deal. Um, and they're very good this year. Um, Jason continues. The ma- he, uh, Jason likes the Masters of Urban and Environmental Planning Program at UVA, in which I will soon be a student. Oh, neat. Yeah, that's great. Congratulations. Um, I don't know how to say this person's name. Elaine? Mm-hmm. Yes. Elaine likes being a late arrival to Snapchat to connect. To, this is funny. To connect my kids and then blowing that. I don't know. Do we, We're a clean podcast. S word. S word. Up with old people. I love this idea of like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, look at me, I'm an old person. And it's like, you're probably like Snapchatting like your contacts, like your contact solution or like, I don't know, what, what is like other old Are, people So you're stuff? saying the, the mark of big old is having contact solution? <laughs> no, no, no. I or the idea that you would post Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, that. Okay. That, that. And you're like, oh, here I am. Here I am. <laughs> Saline solution in my eye. Yeah, you get it. Um, yeah, sure. Sam's youngest daughter likes cookies and playing the piano. Have you have you uh, gotten rid of the cookies in your living room yet? Are they all gone? They are not all gone. So it's still a cookie palooza. No, they're they're go- they're dramatically reduced, but there are still some cookies left. Okay, great. Um, Will likes cars. Carl likes getting so close to the financial stability to buy a house. That's great. Yeah. Congratulations, Carl. Cat is that's this who your? I, that's who I'm married okay. to. Cat's cat's sat- cat likes the satisfaction you get from escaping. From an escape room. That's what we did this weekend. Did you guys do an escape room? Celebrate her birthday. We went and did an escape room in Richmond. Is that the whole fam? Uh, No, we uh, got a sitter and took six friends and we were in this like pirate ship and we figured, have you done one of these before? I have not done. I am. Have you played Mist? Yes. Imagine Mist, but real life. Can can we take a small minute to like discuss this? Is that okay? Um, How big was the room? Well, there were two rooms, so sort of an antechamber, and then so a you, big did you chamber. Ha- did you have to escape into? Well, the- first we had to escape from the antechamber okay. into the main chamber, mm-hmm. and then escape from the whole thing. Were they like eight by eight rooms? Is it a big like giant room? I'm not a good judge of size, but eight people could fit in the room and not be on top of each other. Okay. Did you have to break anything to? Solve? No, they have they have set rules. They have a two finger rule, which is like if you can't move it with two fingers, you're pushing too hard. Oh, that's good. And like nothing comes off the walls. Like they tell you, like here is here are things here are rules so you don't break our stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like I would be and, like maybe it's in the vase. <laughs> <laughs> and almost everything involves. It ultimately comes down to like solving either letters or numbers on a lock. Okay. So you're looking for clues to then enter into that thing. Gotcha. You aren't like, yeah. Did you do it in a, in a sufficient time or whatever? Yeah, we did it. To win the gold? We, 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 you have an hour uh-huh. and we got out with 11 minutes to spare. Whoa, good work team. Yeah. Did you find, I don't want to talk about this forever, but I do kind of. Yes. Did your teammates have, did they fall into roles? Like, did everyone have different skills? Everyone had different skills. Everyone contributed, and we all kind of spread out. And, like, I was working on a thing while someone else was uh, working on a thing. And That sounds fun. Yeah. That's great. You should do it. Did you do it um, before a dinner situation, during the day, after dinner? We did it on a Saturday afternoon. Okay, great. That's awesome. All right, let's get back into this list. Uh, Imogen likes hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Do you That's guys? My daughter. Do you guys have like a hot, a specific hot chocolate, or just well, like uh, this was this morning at Can Can? 
Oh, that's good hot chocolate at Can Can. <laughs> that's like the highest bar hot chocolate that yeah. exists. That's real good. Uh, Emmett, who is my son's friend, I, we I, we asked them today um, what they liked, and Emmett said, "This is a direct quote: World War Two and one both equally interesting." All right. Mm-hmm. Jr. said Minecraft and Friends. Oh. I asked him if that was a specific thing, and he said, "No, those two separate. Things. Two separate. I didn't know if it was, I was like gonna a ask, show. Or, oh, is it a show? It seemed like, like it would a be a YouTube right? show. Minecraft and Friends. Right." Um, Susie likes sleepovers with grandchildren. Val, whom I'm married to, likes how toddlers say my name is Bao. Cadet Tilly on Star Trek Discovery. And that as I get older, I am less getting less self-conscious about my really loud laugh. She has a very loud laugh. I think it's wonderful and charming. Um, Jamie likes winter blooming plants. And when I first read this, I thought it said winter blooming pants. I didn't yeah, know, and I didn't know what that meant. Be, like hypercolor <laughs> to the extreme. Um, and then examples are, I don't know how to say these plant names, y'all. Uh, hellebores. Oh, thank you. Um, I don't know if that's right. I'm just reading it. I would have gone, I would not have said it that way. So I like that. Um, Camellia and Probsmore, Googling it. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny likes estate sales, cleaning grout with a toothbrush. So satisfying. Target's new universal thread clothing line and the Enneagram. What is an Enneagram? I think... This is a Christian version of like a Myers Briggs. Okay, I think I've heard it chatted in that circle, and I haven't really like. We should Googled. say insights. Yes. Yep. I yes. I think one it is built more on science. I think it is more like insights than the other one. Um, Ashley likes Chameleon IPA and also Chameleons. Oh. Tony likes the Hamilton Polka. Uh, there it is. And then Kevin likes Elton John's Rocket Hour on Apple Music, which is a radio show yeah. on Apple Music. Um, I didn't know how to add that to the thing. You can't. So, so if you're on Apple Music, you click on the thinger and you yeah. can find it. And then Zach finally likes dinner with friends and catching a matinee on a lazy Saturday afternoon. That sounds delightful. Yeah, that was a, actually that was a stupendous list. Yeah, I shouldn't have talked shade on the on the list. You shouldn't have, and now you're paying the price. The literal <laughs> price of zero, but it's a terrible price to pay. <laughs> so it's an odd numbered episode, and my name has an odd number of letters. So good, Sam. and now I've learned work. it. And, uh, this is great. So I get to go first. Yeah. Sam, the thing you like this week yeah. is being a regular. Yep. Not irregular. Being a, a regular. regular. Tell me all about it. Okay. So do you know how if you go to the same business over and over again and you see the same people there, they will recognize you and you might even talk to them? Yeah, I do. So that's being a regular. <laughs> <laughs> and I like places that I like where that happens mm-hmm. there are some places in my life where i don't necessarily want the anonymity okay. i want to go there and it feels you know the the idea of the third place yeah mm-hmm. so you've got your work your home and then some other place you go to where yep. people know you so it makes you feel part of the world you said a thing about anonymity before yeah are there places you like to go to be anonymous? Do you value? Uh, and I, as we talk about this too, I want to talk a little bit about like how much is too much friendliness as a when you become a regular. Okay, but, but where do we? Yeah. Where do you want to start? I, uh, let's yeah t- say more a little bit about the anonymity. Anonym, okay, anonym, there are anonym. some places where I'm anxious about going to frequently and therefore becoming a regular because I don't necessarily want to be a regular. Like like the gyro place. Uh, <laughs> remember. <laughs> If I become a regular at the gyro place, then I'm eating too many gyros. <laughs> okay, I'm with you. If I get to the point where they say, do you want the usual, I'm eating that too much. But there are other places where it's like the yeah. usual. So okay. I'll give you an example. Yeah, please like, example me up. So before the I took the job I'm in now, 
uh, I would go to uh, a, the same coffee shop almost every day mm-hmm. for maybe a couple of years. And I would see the same people there and we would talk and the same baristas would be working and oh, we would sit at the counter and just talk and hang out. It was great. Like, and, a, like, like a caffeinated cheers. Exactly. And uh, I would drive up and they would see my car and make my thing. Whoa. Yeah. That's like, I'm almost there in my coffee shop with that. Yeah. The barista the other day asked me if I always get a coffee, just a coffee. Yeah. And I was like, oh, snap. I see where we're, yeah. where we're going. Do you know their name? Yeah, it's Stephanie. Nice. And she knows my name. Nice. So you you have been very specific in your language thus far about not saying like just a coffee shop or a restaurant. Are there... Th- oh, I mean, I can say... So Lamplight or Summit. Oh, I didn't mean that. I meant like, are there places beyond... Coffee shops? Just places where you order food items. Um. Yeah. So comic book store is a great example. Oh, that yeah. was one of my like primes. So I go to the comic book store and I know the people there and they know my tastes and they say, you will like this or you will not like this or I added this thing to your box and it's great. I, yeah. We have conversations about not just comic books. Yeah. How much is, um, how much is knowing the person, the like, what, like the worker? Versus the like folks. I'm interested in this like because I, I don't think I've ever had a situation where like I know the like patrons as well in like okay. a, in like a Cheers type way. Well, part of that is I knew I knew them outside of the environment first. Sure, but we would see each other there, and then we all kind of started showing up more and more frequently. That's awesome. Did you collect yeah. anyone? Um, yeah, there, it was two, then it turned into three, and that's fun. But then we also did see like the same other people who weren't there like i don't think i knew their names but you like give the nod right the nod's really important yeah i'm reading this book um by jane jacobs who is like a a lady who is into urbanism and stuff and i'm on chapter four which is the fourth chapter about sidewalks she's like really (laughs) into like sidewalks and one of her things is it's important to take part in the world where you have opportunities to do the nod basically yeah. like you're not trying to be best friends and share all your intimate secrets but you right. still need to be civilized towards right. one another and it's a thing that builds community just right. as like adjacent like, civilized niceness if someone came into lamplighter during that time and one of the nod friends uh was there and i was there and like a stranger came in and started throwing shade to the barista like we would probably have each other's back and you yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. Mm-hmm. That type of community. Yeah, if if the Nod Friends kid ran out in the street. Well, I'd do that for a stranger, too. You would. <laughs> uh, not me. No. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm with right. you. So you Speaking of kids, uh, so there's a neighborhood restaurant we go to, and it's called The Mill. Uh, we, we go there, you know, in waves. Like, sometimes we go a lot, sometimes we go a little. But it's real nice, especially when our kids were a little bit littler, like the we would go the same time, same time of the week. So we'd get the same kind of shift with the mm-hmm. wait yeah. staff and the wait staff kind of knew our kids enough to like, okay, they need to like part of dining with children is amending the menu items. So your kids will eat it. <laughs> right. And just building that rapport with a server. They're like, they're on your team. Right. And they'll help you out. Yeah. With the kids. How useful. Yeah. Not useful. I don't mean useful. It's how no, friendly. Yeah. Not in a pejorative way. getting to know humans. Um, do you, is there a point in your mind where, like, one of the worries I have about being a regular at a place is, like, maybe sometimes I won't want the regular thing. 
especially in a, like a come in and, and like they have my thing ready for me when I walk in the door. Yeah. Do you ever have anxiety about like? Well, if they if they pre make it for you, you gotta take it. Right. But they don't always. Uh, I, that happens like sometimes, and I'm not in any situation where that happens to me now. But it would happen from time to time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if even if you wanted something else, you take the thing. I can see myself spiraling off into like a George Costanza place mm-hmm. where like I, my favorite place makes me my thing when I walk in, and then like I don't want my thing, but now I'm too like nervous to like say anything, no, but so I just never go. But but you have had, but you've had enough like conversation with the person that you see each other as humans so you could say not today my good man (laughs) i will have (laughs) two coffees (laughs) um all right so comic book store yeah i've got a coffee shops what else a list um restaurants so um i found here sort of one of my first ones was the the mcdonald's within walking distance of my high school (laughs) (laughs) i knew the person the people who worked there that's not because awesome, they were my peer, like just because, like, hi, how you doing? It's right. It's Monday, <laughs> so that was the, the first one. Um, but those are the oh, um, being a regular also applies to riding the bus. So yes. I see one. I see like my bus buddies, who we have more or less a nod relationship with, or like a hey, mm-hmm. and we will cover each other with like, oh no, I forgot a dime. Here's a dime, and then you pay the dime. It pays it forward. You know right. what I mean. Mm-hmm. So there's the bus buddies, but also if you commute on a bus, chances are the bus driver is going to be the same. Yep. Uh, and you get to know your bus driver a little bit. And right now my bus driver, she knows the two stops I get off on and we make eye contact. If I don't get off at the first one, like she's looking at me to make sure I'm not <laughs> like lost in my AirPods. That's so nice. Yeah. I love. And, I- and, and I don't want... And and so a while ago, I said the best of humanities on the bus. This is an example is we got to a stop and normally we pick up two people there who are super friendly, but only one was there. And he says to the bus driver, she's coming. She's right there. And then we wait like three minutes and we see her run, 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 run. And she gets on the bus and we wait for each other. And you wouldn't do that for, for strangers. That's awesome. Yeah. I love bus community. We keep saying it, but bus community is really nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also interacting with the same nice humans regularly, even if you just know their names. And I've been making an effort when those people are in my life. I've got, because I don't have the best memory, I've got a note on my iPhone where I'll make sure I ask them their name and then I write it down in my phone mm-hmm. and that way I can have it. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Who knew you could do that? <laughs> yeah, I love, um, I've been real into cities lately. Cities are cool, and I and just like for the past decade, yeah. But like the the like closeness of a city, the density of a city, like really allows for stuff like that to happen more yeah. frequently. I think than than otherwise. I mean, you can still obviously like know you be a regulator walking distance McDonald's or like the library or or whatever. Um, but like I've kind of gotten to the point now too, where like I like recognize folks like if I'm always on the sidewalk at the same time going to a place, like yeah. they're also going to a place. Yeah, uh, that happens. Is, yeah, which is cool. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. Um, one thing that was presented to us on Twitter is there's a restaurant that you're afraid to go to. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I am. Is, uh, Dot, I have an amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's called Dots Back In. Yeah. And I think part of it is you're afraid that you're not a regular. Yeah. And I know it's a podcast about stuff we like. So I don't want to like. Oh, no, no, no. I just saying we're going to have a challenge to go there. Oh, so I was. Th- listen. Okay. Okay. I can go there. 
I was there. Oh, should we stop? Was this neg? Is this too negative? No, it's fine. The, my, my thing is that there are people who have become such regulars that they like own the space, and I always feel like I'm I'm sitting in an assigned seat that's not mine when I go. Because, is that true? So this is what everyone says to me, Sam. Is that true? I said the thing on the internet about how like in, I'm intimidated by dots back in. I tweeted that while I was sitting in dots back in. Um, and then someone replied and said, I was in dots back in and someone asked me to move because I was in their seat. So it is true. It's a true thing that happens. And you can tell, I mean, you can tell like there is like a group of folks who've been going there forever and ever, which I think is amazing. Uh, but you are awesome. one of them. But I'm not one of them. So like, so how do you become friends with everybody? Yeah. I think if you bought everyone a couple rounds, you would be like golden. Gotcha. Well, thanks for letting me talk about being a regular. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I am jealous of your. Well, you can do. You do it too. I know. I'm just. I maybe jealous is the wrong word. I'm. Yeah. I. Uh, I applaud and I'm excited by your regularness. Oh, thank you, Ross. Yes, hello. We've alluded to this uh, in past episodes with some some quick hits. Yeah. Quick this hit. week you this week you like fixing things. Yeah, fixing things and to clarify, this is not like uh with like a hammer. And the tools, remember the the, the so many of those tools that we know the names of? Uh-huh, all of them. <laughs> this is not like fixing stuff like that. This is my attempt to avoid throwing a thing away. Yeah. And instead so examples are, I see your Nalgene is on the table. Yeah, we talked about the Nalgene, And you right? replaced the cap. And I replaced the cap. Mm-hmm. Um, my son has a watch, a like $12 or $18 Casio watch. And the little, what is it called, Sam? It's like a it's like a thing with a, the, the metal tongue that goes into the hole and there's like a bracket. Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm talking about? The clasp. It, the clasp. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, man, it would have been way easier to look it up on Amazon if I would have just yep. known. Um, yeah, the clasp broke, and so I ordered him a new clasp. It cost $6. His whole entire watch cost 18 So it was like... But you didn't throw anything away. But I didn't throw anything well, away. Well, you threw away the old clasp. I did, and I thought for a second, like, what can I do with this old broken clasp? <laughs> um, you're you're going to have a drawer full of stuff, aren't you? <laughs> I'm trying not to have a drawer full of stuff, and we can talk about that. But like the feeling I get when I take a thing that's like, Mostly usable, like the Nalgene is perfect, right? Love the Nalgene. It was a like prime. And the lid broke. And I was like, well, I guess I'll like get a cool new pink Nalgene. And then I was like, wait a second. I think I could find a new lid yeah, and not have it. to get a new Nalgene. I did. And it's fine. And it, that feeling feels great. I yeah. love that feeling. Yeah. Um, I guess people who use all those tools like hammers. Yeah, hammers definitely one. <laughs> and like a screwdriver and stuff. Mm-hmm. They probably get that feeling all the time of like, yeah, I can fix this going out and fixing a thing. But like, this is new to me and I'm definitely doing it in a, in a, like, I don't know what the word is. What's the word for like Uber and Amazon prime and all that stuff on demand or yes. Internet what? of things. I don't know. I'm, what? <laughs> You're doing it as needed. Yeah. No, I'm just, but like, I'm as doing it in like a, like organic. No, none of these words. I'm doing it in a in a not hands on. Like this is the most millennial way. You I, buy a thing. Yeah, there you go. To, you buy a spare part to right. repair a thing. <laughs> yeah, this is an obvious thing. I realize saying it out loud, it sounds obvious, but this is kind of new to me that well, you can buy a part. Yeah, and fix a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, and I think I'm inspired, honestly, Sam, by that time you fixed your your trash can. To clarify. My wife fixed my trash can. <laughs> yes. That time, Cat fixed a trash can. I think I'm inspired by this. I think about that all the time. 
Seriously. How much joy. It, it did bring me a lot of joy to have the wheels on that thing. And like Amazon has all the things. Like yeah. I was able to find the clasp for this Casio watch on Amazon. That blows my mind. So I think it's connected my, like I think technology has done a great job of connecting my laziness and my will, like I do desire to fix things and not throw things away. And somehow it's bridged these two things. So now like I can do that. Yeah. And it just hadn't clicked for me that I could. So how much in the past has been, I don't want to say laziness, but uh, you, when you, this is the, the cost of repair is so close to the cost of the new thing. Oh, like probably a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Like I, and, and like it would be like, oh man, I could just get a new watch. Like this is a cool excuse to get right. like a brand new watch. Um, cause it would, I would spend a third just replacing the class. Might as well get like a slightly better new watch. Right. Um, so it's been a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, but like now I feel pride and joy for keeping something out of the landfill. And that honestly, a lot of that has to do with friend of the show, Susan Housen, who's like really big into sustainable products and like buying high quality items like we talked about in the clothing episode a long time ago yeah like buying high quality items that last longer are you finding that you're buying things with an new things with an eye for repairability now maybe less repairability but um last lastability what's the word for that quality durability durability thank you <laughs> you're good with the words uh, I speak. Uh, <laughs> speak them uh yeah durability definitely and like just really that kind of like meta layer of thinking of like do i need to buy this new thing or can i like fix a thing that i already have can i ask you a very serious question yeah how is this going to play into your love of new gadgets dude i've been thinking about a ton and so like specifically i'm on the new every second iPhone plan or whatever. I pay Apple whatever cost a month and then I get a new phone every year. Yeah. Right? The iPhone upgrade program. And, and I think that part of that is I give them my old iPhone, right? right? It's still useful. Yes. You're, that That's what gets me. Like, I always want the new thing, but what has going to happen to the old thing? Because I'm not going to sell it. Right. I'm, I mean, that, that's not going to happen. I have a stack of iPhones in the basement just sitting yeah. there. <laughs> I, I have a stack of, I've gotten the recycling forms and I, we haven't sent them off yet, right. but yeah, you've you've got them, and you just feel like uh, it's, my thing is fine, but I do want the new thing. Yeah, and I think when you give it to Apple, do they refurbish? They either refurbish or they sell it. Okay, so yeah. that that makes me feel better. Yeah, yeah. I, it's I, it's extending the life, right? And I mean, I do have like my mom got me a new Apple Watch for for Christmas. Yeah. So and, do you have a night watch now? I, well, the new one, just the battery is infinite. So like, oh, it doesn't geez. matter. Um, so I have an old, like very original Apple Watch just sitting in a drawer upstairs. And like, I look at it every night and I feel bad because I don't know what to, I don't know what to what do. What do you do with it? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll take it into the Apple store and be like, help me. <laughs> help Find me this at home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So, but have you thought about, so durability, obviously. Yeah. Um, Apple's products and most of the other products on the market, not just Apple's, are not built with like one thing that you upgrade over a long period of time. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, again, not throwing away because you are getting the new shiny thing and you're giving it back to Apple. But are you looking at different things? I think especially like, I think, and this is like tough because gadgets are sweet. Yeah. But also like morality is sweet. And ethics are sweet too. Mm -hmm. um, 
And like, yeah, I think we have to like, or this is again, like everyone in the world has thought about this before me until I listen to Susan talk about stuff. But like, yeah, like I should probably be buying more things from more ethically sourced places, right? Um, right. I don't know if that's what you're asking, but like, it is it like, isn't, but, but like talk. when I, I think this is like in the cloud of things to consider when right. buying new stuff. Um, and so I think about it, like where is Apple stuff made is not probably not the best, but like, I don't know. But there's no real alternative. Right. But I, I was more along the lines of if you could buy an iPad that you could swap out parts on. Oh, would I be into that? Yeah. Or I don't know. Maybe. I mean, yeah. yeah I don't know if, if you're looking for stuff like that. I think uh, maybe a great example, Sam, yeah. is my bicycle. I see it. So my bicycle, which I love. And like it had got like I need to put new brakes on the bicycle um, because there's only front brakes. There's no rear brakes. Um, okay. And this is from a time when I was a young whippersnapper who thought he didn't need rear brakes. You do. Uh, well, it's been fine. Um, <laughs> but like I was like, man, that bike's like 15, 20 years old. It needs rear brakes. Like it'd be annoying to put them on. Maybe I'll just use this as an excuse, right? To like, yeah. but bikes are like that perfect example of the thing you're talking about where like, bikes are really easily upgradable in a piece by piece way. Yes. So like I have decided I'm not going to get a new bike. I'm going to add brakes to the back of my existing good bike. decision. Um, yeah. And so, and I, and again, I will probably look for used parts. So I don't end up buying like brakes from wherever to like also consider the thing of like where it's yeah, made. You probably things like brake pads. Yeah. You can, well, I mean like you don't buy those used. Yeah. Here's like a great a great example. Because those um, were now. Right. Yeah. Um, here's a good example. Two good examples of things that I've liked recently. Um, my jeans jacket, which I love, was also a gift, but it's made in America from like American denim or whatever. And it's expensive, but it will last for many, 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 many years. Mm -hmm. um, and it is a piece of, it's like a, what is it called? A, like a, sta a statement? I don't know if that is, but it's like a core piece of my wardrobe. Yeah. So it's like totally worth it, right? Um Second second example is my my Timbuktu bag, which oh, yeah. re replaced the bag that was taken from me because it was a yeah. thing that I liked. And I'm not ever gonna like this bag because like if oh, I, right. everything I like turns to dust. Anyway, this bag was like the interior was starting to crumble, and, and you fixed it. How and did you fix it? I went on Amazon and you said repair Timbuktu bag, and I bought the highest quality duct tape you can buy, huh? Which is probably made in a terrible factory and gave me slight stress to think about it, but like. This is the gorilla. We should put it in the show notes. It's some, it is like the tape. It's pretty good tape, man. Like it is thick. Yeah, how's your bag now? And it's, it's perfect. Like it's so good. It, like I just put it over where the stuff was crumbling and like it doesn't peel. It, it's like perfectly nice. brand new. Nice. One thing I struggle with is you can't necessarily buy like a thing that will last forever. Right. Yep. Cause they don't make them anymore. Yeah. And I kind of wish I could spend more money and buy a thing that lasted forever. Yeah, um, I totally agree. And I don't, and I think like, and that might be a, in part a myth, but I don't think it is entirely. I don't know. Yeah, I ha there's like lots of old stuff, right? Yeah, there is. <laughs> You're right. Um, I think, and like to hear, not to just keep talking about Susan all the time, but like she just bought, I forget what thing she was just looking for, but like she did a ton of research. Oh, luggage was what she was looking for. So she was looking for luggage. She had all these constraints. You know, your constraints might be different, but she wanted stuff that was durable, stuff that was made in America, stuff that used like um, ecologically friendly, environmentally friendly materials. And I think now there's just a lot of we've got the we've got the technology again to do the research if we want to. Yeah. To, to like find that sort of thing. So I think that's like 
That's like a positive. Yeah, it is a positive. Yeah. Any uh, closing remarks? Um, no, I don't no. think so. I, I, I'm, I, you, let's everyone check back in to see if I see if you're still doing it. Yeah, because yeah. it does seem like a thing that Ross would be like really into, and then like six months later, I'll be like, what? No, mm. I just like threw all my crap away and got new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Ross. <laughs> Sam, time for quick hits. Quick hits. Sam, I got a quick hit. Tell me your quick hit. Valerie and I spent $10 to the CBS Corporation. Yeah. And we watched the crap out of Star Trek Discovery. Oh, yeah? Is and it good? That show is great. It is not good. It is great. Yeah? It is worth $10. Go pay them $10 right now and watch the 15 episodes. Will my spouse like it? Yes. Does it even though she tends to hasn't really gotten into Star Trek before? Yes. This are show there, is Are there female characters who talk to each other, not about men? <laughs> scoff. Yeah. Scoff. Sam. I was just I was th- I'm not gonna spoil anything for you, but like the climactic finale is like three powerful females all like fighting and solving problems and like are they in an escape room i'm not gonna spoil it Sam, oh, but there is some, esca- okay. there's some, I, there's I some escaping <laughs> wink if it's an escape room <laughs> this show is really good okay. it's really good and like it is much more like battlestar galactica yeah is it star trekky no it's star okay. i mean it is but like much more late season ds9 and well late season ds9 was good that's what i'm saying like, okay. but it's not it's not there is there's like one away mission what? episode um, per episode or ever like ever like huh. it is it does not follow the standard formula the main character is not the captain huh and like you follow around this other the, like the like red shirts have you read red shirts I haven't read red shirts but there was only one red shirt that died like there was like a guy where like oh, you don't even have a name guy and he died but that only happened <laughs> once like it, it there there was some mirror universe stuff uh it's amazing. Is it? And no one has a goatee. There's no goatee, Sam. But Mirror Universe, like, they don't even have their... Okay. Uh, things you like. Sam, I'm telling you. I'll check it out. It was fun. It was fun to watch because, like, I've seen all the Star Trek. Valerie has seen a lot, but not all of it. And so when the, I was like, oh, it's the Mirror Universe. Wait for goatees. And there was just no goatees and just a lot of cool stuff. They've learned that we look for the goatees. <laughs> they, they totally have. You will, you will, so I'll check it out. Please uh, do. I'll wait until my spouse and I uh, have that ready in our queue. And just pay the $10. There's a $5 CVS option, but you have to watch commercials. And it's like mind-bendingly frustrating to watch mm. commercials. So just pay $10. It's totally mm. worth it. All right. I've got a quick hit. Quick hit me. Hit me quickly. Uh, there's a new X-Men title out. What? And it's really good. This is fun because you were like incredulous, incredulous. And now I'm yeah. going to be like. Yeah. <laughs> it's called X-Men Red. Okay. And uh, there are going to be minor spoilers ahead. Okay. Uh, the original Jean Grey is back from the dead. But, okay. I mean, she's, but is young Jean Grey still alive at this moment in time? Yes. Okay. Anyway, so old Jean is back and she is now running her own team. Okay. And the general premise is she gets, and I'll spoil it, more major spoilers right now. She gets all of the smartest, like, peacemakers in the room. Like, okay. And she's a telepath. So she basically uh, reads all of their minds at once to try to come up with a plan for how to make mutant lives not suck. Who are, who's her team? So her team is uh, 
uh, Nightcrawler. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Laura Kinney Wolverine. You're speaking my language. Um, Laura Kinney's uh, partner, uh, Honey Badger. The literal badger? No, no. Her. Oh, that's Jeffrey or Jacob or... Yeah, that's... Forget uh, what the badger's... Oh, what's the badger's name? Or he's a Wolverine, I guess. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Wolverine. Uh, so, Honey Badger. Who's Honey Badger? You know um, the other clone... The little girl clone, Gabby. Yeah, Gabby. Oh, that's her code name. Her is code Honey name Badger? is Honey Badger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, uh, what's his name? Like uh, pacifist or something like that. I forget his, his name. <laughs> there's, there's this character where he's got super strength, but every time he uses his powers, it causes him intense physical pain. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. And then another one who not Mister Sensitive. Not Mister Sensitive, but okay. his name is like Peace Man or. <laughs> Okay. Something like that. And then there's this other uh, character who hasn't really played into it yet. But they're on issue one. Cool. Is this um, in Unlimited or in the on the stands? It's, it's day and date right now. So okay. you got six months. Okay. But uh, I hadn't been reading new X-Men in a while just because it goes in cycles. And this one is good. Yeah. Cool. I will check it out six months from today. <laughs> Ross, bottom of the show. We did it. We did it. We are done with 49. Yep. You know what that means? Our next episode is going to be. It'll be. One more than that. 50. 50. Five, zero. We should do something. Okay. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, that is a lot of pressure. So, Ross, where can we find show notes Ooh. for this episode? Um, you can find show notes for this episode at salmonrosslikethings.com. We paid for that dot com. We did. And we paid for it so we could put the show notes right at the top. At the top. That's why we paid for it. And on the internet, you could be found. Uh, at Ross Catro. That's R-O-S-S-C-A-T-R-O-W. I almost signed up for a new thing. Oh, yeah? There's like a new Instagram competitor. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's people, peoplegram. Venmo. Venmo. <laughs> Vengram. Venmo. Venn diagram. Venom. I don't know. Um, but then you know what I said? I don't, I don't need another thing. But someone else might get Ross Catro. Well, this one, Sam, not to distract from the bottom of the show, but this one, they get you by saying the, the it's pay, it's a paid service except for the first one million people. They get lifetime free accounts. What a, like a genius way to drive people to sign Here up for is something thing. that is worthless. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it for free. Other people will it's have to pay. <laughs> It's very exclusive. Just a million people. Just a million people. Anyway, sorry. Yes, R O S S C A T R O W. Sam, where can we find you? Yeah, I'm on uh, the Twitters. Is at Mr. Beefy. You can also find oh. me on the Micro dot blog. Is at Mr. Beefy. Awesome. Uh, we want to also thank Matt Fisher for the music you heard in this episode. Check out his podcast. It's hashtag Sad Dads. It's so good. We don't we don't deserve him. No, we don't. Nope. 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 But he's he's the hero we we get. <laughs> What is that line? I think that sounded bad now. Anyway, see you later. I like that. Bye. Bye.